Who in the house is from the age of, say, 25 to 30? Okay, there's a few. Who wishes? That's all right. Um, no. Does any, some people may know this, uh, that aren't in that age bracket. Who knows Voltron? Voltron, yeah, 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 yeah. Voltron, not many people know. You guys don't know Voltron? Ah, too young, just missed it. I know it's, it's a little bit embarrassing, isn't it? Do you know who Voltron is, Jesse? Of course you don't. Okay, Voltron was this, you know, like the Japanese cartoons. No. Anyway, so they're these robotic lines. They're kind of like Transformers, right? There's five of them. Roz, what are you laughing at? There's five of these lines, and they all have their individual strengths and their own individual... uh, There's a black one, a red one, a green one, a yellow and a blue one. Ninja Turtles, that's more the thing. Anyway, um, no, these Voltron guys, when... The tough got going, they would go, all right, we can't, we can't take them on. We're going to have to transform. And they transformed. They, the yellow and the blue one would become legs, and then the black one would become the torso and head, and then the green one would come in and the red one would come in, and it was just this big robot dude that would stomp anyone out. He had a mad sword. Love those guys. Why am I telling you this? I don't even know. Let's move on. No, I do know. It is for a reason, you guys. Two simple truths. All people have a destiny and purpose for their existence. And all people, all people, have gifts and talents. Okay? So, there are assignments for every believer to accomplish in order to achieve the great assignment given to the church, which is to go and be witnesses for Christ and to make disciples. Awesome. Okay, so from there, I will move to this next statement. All people, everyone, all believers, every single Christian is called to ministry, right? Who believes that? Some people are like, who, me? I'm called to ministry? Yes, you are called to ministry. What have I got written here? But I can't preach, but I can't sing. I'm not good and blah, blah, blah. No, that's a, that's a load of, okay? There is a call to ministry on everyone here. I'm, I'm going to get serious in a second. Too many people are laughing. Um, you know, I spoke about Gail before. So you, some see we get this um, sort of image of what ministry is, and we forget what ministry is in its essence. Some people think ministry is this, what I'm doing right now. Yes, it is a form of ministry. By the way, Ali, <laughs> that was so good, Ali. It was unbelievable. I can't wait to be sitting where you are. And watching you do this, I can't wait. Awesome. You, you're, you're a legend. Anyway, so I'll get back to Gail, who is also awesome. She hasn't 
done this in this church, yet she ministers so powerfully in this church. Her role is a, is a vital part of this church. She has brought souls into this house. They've gotten saved. She ministers to the body through haircuts, through feeding people. She's awesome. God loves that stuff. When I used to go to your house and do that thing, you used to give me mad cake and I loved it. And God loves that. God loves that. Loves it. Roz, where's Roz? Over there. Do you know what? You're ministering in this house in a vital way. Do you know the way you make people feel when we just go to the canteen, people are getting blessed not only physically by getting yummy sausage rolls, which you always try and save one for me, actually. And I'm very grateful for that. She always saves me a sausage roll. Um, but the way that you make people feel when they just get a sausage roll just is... I, people, like, let's just say who, what? Uh, me. <laughs> That's a good example. I could not do as good a job as what you do, and that is just as important as what I'm doing right now. So it's just great. Um, it's a shame Steve Walcott isn't here, because have you seen Steve? Okay, you have never heard a better, I wish he was here right now. You have never, and have you seen Steve when he's doing his life? He's feeling it, and you know what? It is that good. It is that good, and brings such an ass. Yeah, he's unbelievable. It's just unbelievable. And there's, and that's what I love. It's about the body of Christ, just like Voltron, all coming together, and and they they come for this one purpose and one goal. Everyone's got their own little assignments. I said in life, everyone's got their own little purposes and gifts, and then they come together for the one cause, the one goal essentially, to be a witness for Christ and to make disciples. See, Pastor Phil couldn't make disciples on his own. He would need someone to be able to feed them, um, to love them, to, to take on the... Diff- like Everyone needs all these different things to, to, to lead them down the path of becoming a true disciple. They can't just become a disciple off just hearing someone preach at them. Like, if I just preached at them all day, they'd be going, sick, uh, can I talk to you about something? No, no, I've got to keep preaching. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you got people like, gosh, like Jesse. I've seen the youth come to Jesse, and they'll just have a chat with Jesse, and she can just talk with them. And that's a whole other aspect of, you know, becoming discipled. And I love it. I love it when the body of Christ comes together and just starts to work. And, and you were talking about it before on the altar, different people, praying for different people. Everyone's got something to give. I don't have everything to give. We, we all have our own important, vital, vital piece to play in church, and it's just great. Um, I'm just going to speak, uh, speak. I'm just going to um, read um, a, quite a large portion of Scripture and I love this. Okay, are you ready for this? Are you ready to hear the Word of God? Do you know what? I'm doing a Bachelor of Theology at the moment, and some people are like, man, be careful it doesn't become a textbook. You know, be careful this doesn't... Be... And, and you know what? I, 
am so thankful to God because there's no way I could take this as just a textbook. This is just amazing. The more you read, like I'm getting. All right, here we go. Are you ready? 1 Corinthians 12, 12. Okay, I'm going to start reading because I'll be reading for a while. The body is a unit, though it is made up of many parts. And though all its parts are many, they form one body. So it is with Christ. For we were all baptized by one spirit into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, slave or free. And we were all given the one spirit to drink. Now the body is not made up of one part, but of many. If the foot should say, because I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body, it would not for that reason cease to be part of the body. And if the ear should say, because I am not an eye, I do not belong to the body, it would not for that reason cease to be a part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would the sense of hearing be? If the whole body were an ear, where would the sense of smell be? But in fact, God has arranged the parts in the body. God has arranged the parts in the body, every one of them, just as he wanted them to be. If they were all one part, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts but one body. The eye cannot say to the hand, I don't need you, and the head cannot say to the feet, I don't need you. On the contrary, those parts of the body that seem to be weaker are indispensable, and the parts that we think are less honourable we treat with special honour. And the parts that are un unpresentable are treated with special modesty, while our presentable parts need no special treatment. But God has combined the members of the body and has given greater honour to the parts that lacked it, so that there should be no division in the body, but that its parts should have equal concern for each other. If one part suffers, every part suffers with it. If one part is honoured, every part rejoices with it. Now, you are the body of Christ, and each one of you is a part of it. We'll stop there. It's a great passage of scripture, isn't it? Now let's move on to Romans. Okay. I hope that's a lot to take in right there. A lot of revelation. You could do a study on that and you'll just get, you know, amazed. Um, Romans chapter 12. Okie doke. Chapter 12, starting at 4, and we'll go to 8. Um, Just as each one of us has one body with many members, and these members do not all have the same function, so in Christ we who are many form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. We have different gifts according to the grace given us. If a man's gift is prophesying, let him use it in proportion to his faith. If it is serving, let him serve. If it is teaching, let him teach. If it is encouraging, 
let him encourage. If it is contributing to the needs of others, let him give generously. If it is leadership, let him govern diligently. If it is showing mercy, let him do it cheerfully. And I find, I find it um, yeah, quite interesting. Uh, after both these times that Paul wrote that about the body of Christ, he, he writes about the body of Christ. And immediately after that, in Romans and in that Corinthians passage I read, he immediately switches to talking about love. And um, that's important because sometimes when we want to try and get unified, we've got to get close and we've got to start to know each other. And sometimes we can not like each other. And sometimes you can get a beef with someone. And do you know what I say to anyone that has a beef with anyone? Get the heck over it. That's what I say. Okay? Get the heck over it. Um, I don't care. What you think of that person, get the heck over it. Um, We're here as the body of Christ. We are to love each other. Okay? And you know what? That love is what separates us. That love is what the outside world will see and go, they're different to the rest of the world. That's what the Bible says. The Bible says they will recognize us by our love for one another. Because... And you know what? You can't do it in your own strength. You gotta, sometimes people can annoy you. That's, that's part of life, isn't it? Like Ali annoys the heck. No, he doesn't. Um, you know what? Some people annoy me and I'm just like, get over it, Luke. What are you? And I just like slap myself in the face and I go, okay, well, I was talking about this. I'll quickly go to this. I was talking about this with someone just the other day about, I think it was Andrew. I think it was Andrew. Yeah, it was. And then um, somehow Jamie and I started talking about it as well. Um, it is so easy to see the bad in people. It is. It's super easy to see the bad in people. And it's such a shame because when you're young, when you're a little kid, all you get is good job. Like you draw the worst drawing ever. And you give it to your mom, and they're just like, oh, that was so good. That's great. I'm going to put it on the fridge, you know. And the kid, like myself, would be stoked. I went, oh, yeah. I, you know, even when I did something bad, I got, you know, praise. And I think that's something so special, you know. I remember my mom told me the other day I used to, be a funny kid apparently I don't know but I would go to my mum not so funny I'd go to my mum and I'll just start telling her these jokes that were terrible apparently they, I, just, I just made them up I don't even remember them but I do remember my mum laughing they weren't funny but she laughed she covered my weakness and laughed I love my mum yeah, she's over that way somewhere. Love you, Mum. Good work. Um, the reason why my dad had to leave is because he heard I was preaching. No, he had to pick up my mum. <laughs> I don't know. He wanted to stay, but he couldn't. He had to go pick my mum. Um, my dad's a legend. 17 years we've been going to the um, mission, uh, Perfleet. It's, it's been an amazing journey. Anyway, I'm getting off track here. 
Let's get back to the body. Each one of you are not only important but vital in the Great Commission. These passages of Scripture, these chunky passages of Scripture speak about the absolute need for everyone to play a part. And I know that you guys have been preaching about the body of Christ lately. And you know what? Everyone here has got such a vital part to play. We're talking about expanding out that way, right? And who cannot wait for that? I cannot wait for that. But to do that, we're going to need to be the body. We can't push that wall out unless we're together, unless we turn into Voltron. Voltron was awesome, eh? I'm not joking. Unless we turn into Voltron with Christ as the black cat, because he was the leader cat. I've got to to get rid of this Voltron analogy, don't I? Who knows the Dinobots? Nah. Anyway, gosh. We've all got gifts, every single one of you. I don't care what you say, those pieces of Scripture that I just read confirm it. It's the written Word of God. They say that every single person here has gifts and you are to use them in proportion to your faith. If you are not, you are letting the team down. You're letting the team down. You're letting Pastor Phil and Julie down. Um, You're letting Brett down. Brett's awesome. Um, You're letting the team down. If you've got a gift, use it. If you've got a talent, use it. If you don't, yeah. It's, 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 don't be afraid. You know what? Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Do not be afraid. Use your gifts. Um, now, before the church was sent out to accomplish the Great Commission, which is what we're all aiming to accomplish, the Great Commission, witnessing for Christ, making disciples. Before the church was to start doing that assignment, they had to wait. And they had to wait for the precious Holy Spirit. And once they received the Holy Spirit, that's when... You know what? I I, I wrote this down. I read it a while ago and I just loved it. It is by the Holy Spirit that we are empowered for service. I love that line. I love it. It is by the Holy Spirit that we are empowered for service. You can have gifts and you can have talents. And if you're, not, if you're doing that, if you're functioning in those things without the power of the Holy Spirit, that's pointless. That's just pointless. Like, you could be such a good basketball player like me. Like, I really am a good basketball player. Am I a good basketball player? Uh, no. um, and you know what? You could you know, basketball playing is such a bad example, isn't it? Um, no, listen. In all honesty, you've got to have the Holy Spirit. If you try and do your own gifting and your own and functioning your own talents on your own strength, you're going to burn out for starters. You'll never be able to do it as good as what you can when you're empowered with the Holy Spirit. Um, and when we actually um, take time to, uh, to allow the Holy Spirit to fill us, to empower us, to function in our gifts, um, 
you know what? You, you, this is what I pray. I pray, Holy Spirit, I want to be sensitive to you. God, please make me be sensitive to your spirit. Because if you're sensitive to the spirit, all of a sudden, your day, you, I know Pastor Phil talks about this, your day, all you can see is opportunities. If you're not with the Holy Spirit, you can't see these opportunities to actually use your gifts and talents. And it's such an essential thing. If you try and click and gel and be a part of the body and you're not in the spirit, even that's hard. Even that can be super, super hard. So it's important. And I'm so excited. I'm I'm pretty much done here. Um, You know, I'm so excited about the future days. As we come together, I'm seeing it more and more. Ali, I gotta say again, that was great. Just, just great. So good. Aren't they cute, by the way? Hey. Woo. That's cute. Anyway, I'm excited. And you know what? As, as we, as we start to turn into, it's such a shame. I wish I had Voltron on the screen. It would just be awesome. Seriously. As we become like Voltron and start moving around in the body, do you know what? He was undefeatable. But do you know what was um, important? Um, the cats on themselves, they, were, they could get their butts kicked. They would get smashed until they'd go, oh, hang on, we've got to come together and be one. And once they became one, they were unstoppable. And that's something that is, is, is very true. On our own, if we try and do our gifts and, and do our talents on our own steam and try and get ourselves out apart, separate from the body and say, look at me, look at me, I'm awesome at this, you're going to get your butt kicked. It's true. You'll get your butt kicked. As soon as you bring that in for the cause of Christ, not for the cause of yourself, but as soon as you bring it into the, you know, into the body, that's when you won't get your butt kicked and you'll do a heaps better job. So, on that note, we might have a, the uh, team come up. And you know what I want to do? I want to open up the altar. And you know, I'm not going to pray for anyone. But I, 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 would, I would hope that you would come out the front and just go, okay, God. In fact, I want the whole church out the front. I'll be bold enough to say that. I want every single person in the house to come out the front. Yeah, you can take that. Thanks. Come out the front, and and we'll just work. We'll just um, have a time with God together on the altar. And I just want you guys just to think about what was preached tonight. And um, yeah, well, something special will happen. I don't know what it is, but something special will happen.